it is a happy start of the week. I found a house today in six hours and approved that thing. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, so um, thank you. I um, My goal was to find a house by the 23rd and it is the 19th. So we are good to go. So um, schedule. listen, in the morning, I'll just sign that lease and just be done with this moving thing because I just hate a lingering process. But I'm so happy that I got you finally. You know, I've been, I've been, uh, you're welcome. I've been just snooping and peeking and listening. And I'm just like, okay, I need to get some new podcasters, um, on the show because I think it's important to one, share, to, um, expose more, uh, people to content, uh, people that's out here just, you know, talking about something different because I think for me, in my opinion, there's enough people talking about gossip and mainstream and celebrities and like, for me, it's kind of like, what's the twist? And um, I was like, you know what, this season I want to focus on like, kind of like dating topics, things that are going to help people date better. Or um, give the opposite sex insight. And uh, what's better than talking to the opposite sex? So I reached out to a lot of different male podcasters on purpose because I'm already a woman, so I have my opinions. Um, But I think it's very important to share a point of view on different things that we both may experience in different relationships so that's why I brought you on here so this episode is called I'm gonna get you right and um I got the fade up podcast here and I'm thanking y'all for listening in and um I appreciate you and I'm gonna give you a good show as always so I got the Berman brand on here from the Fade Up podcast where they talk about various topics. Oh. You know, he talks about various topics for your everyday life. So y'all should check it out. And I just want to thank you for being on the show for She Gets It. I appreciate it. You know, um, thank you for having me. Yeah. Of course. This episode, I want to get into the topic, but before that, I want you to talk about uh, your show because the episodes that I did like so far were the parenting today because it reminds me of something I would talk about on Cozy Womb Podcast, which is my parenting podcast, um, separate from She Gets It, because it's real, it's honest, and I don't think enough enough parenting gets talked about from a father's aspect and I think it's important to hear why um, fathers get bothered by some comment mothers may say pertaining to the same child that they share as if they don't have worries also so I felt like that episode was important also the double standards one because double standards are real um Some of them are like prehistoric in 2020 and need to be done away with. But um, some of them you need to keep because it creates some type of balance and leadership in a relationship. And then the last one, not cheating on your barber. 
even though I'm a woman, I had my hair cut very short and I had a barber for a while and we're still close to this day. And I just think it's important once you find somebody that listens to you and what you need to look your best, you keep that relationship consistent. Um, because, Because your barber always can tell when you've been cheating. You know, oh, they yeah. would never they would never do the line like that. They would never do the curve like that. Like, where you been? You know? Right. Um, I think that's super important. So before we get started, can you tell me what got you into podcasting? Yeah, um, actually it kind of goes back honestly to the um don't cheat on your barber episode because um first of all for anyone who hasn't checked this out please do uh the fade up podcast we're on every major platform but mm-hmm. uh, that that was my actual barber on that episode and I, i'd say this a lot to people because everybody always asks obviously like where did you get the inspiration to come up with your show from and it came straight up from the barber shop and my barber him and i we've known each other for a long time so that's why you kind of hear in that episode like we have just this great rapport we can talk for hours literally about anything mm-hmm. um and then he went to school got his license and then he became my barber and you know the shop that he works at is kind of a somewhat of a of a, a hipster type shop but i wouldn't necessarily classify them as that they a lot of places would or a lot of you know they will get that classification only because it's it's trendy they have a different look it's not your typical like barbershop when you walk in there so um but we have like great conversations in there all the time like whether it be me and him or other barbers um people coming in and out of the shop it's like very intellectual and i'm like man i want to capture these conversations because i think that everybody feels like at the barbershop all guys talk about is sex and sports that's probably it mm-hmm. and uh but we we get deep in there you know we talk about mental health we talk about like the air episode on parenting we talk about that kind of stuff a lot yeah we talk about racial issues social injustice um mental health we talk about just everything i mean we do talk about sports and, and sex and stuff too but um we try to open it up and, and make it all inclusive so that anyone listening to it whether it be male female black white whatever can find something to relate to and so that's what i'm like let's let's figure out a way to capture this and um podcasting was the best way nice nice um from the time that you started till now what have you noticed that has changed the most in your show or what have you gotten more comfortable with doing versus from when you started Well, the biggest thing definitely would be uh, no longer having co-hosts. And it's not anything bad or anything for the, like that. They have their own personal things that they have going on. Yeah. Um, so that was the biggest change, but also kind of learning that I can actually run a show by myself because going into even creating the entire The Fade Up podcast, I went back and forth for a while about whether I wanted it to be just me or whether or not I wanted to have co-hosts on there. And I set it on co-hosts because again, like I said, we're barbershop based. So you wanna you wanna have multiple people on there. Um, mm-hmm. But I've also gotten a lot of feedback like, oh, you know, the episodes, the solo episodes are really good. So I'm discovering that I can do those solo episodes by myself and still make it, you know, have a range of topics um, that will still give people that feeling that flow of, um, you know, just that open 
open space. Uh, but eventually I'm going to, you know, definitely get more people back on and continue to have guests and things like that. So it's been, been up and down, but it's definitely, um, it's definitely been rewarding though in the meantime. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand the work and time and just stress that goes into having multiple people on a show. And it's not because people are hard to work. It's because people are out here living their individual lives and to consistently get multiple people at one place at one time to do the same thing is hard. So I think that's why with podcasts that may have multiple people on a show, you're probably going to get less shows than you would if you was doing it by yourself. Um, I know for me... Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen yeah. a lot of podcasters do that. They drop off kind of after a while. Yeah, it, it's a lot to deal with and a lot of different personalities. And, you know, maybe one person may want to do it more than the other. Or maybe one person may want to um, have the show go this way and that's not the direction you want to go in. But um, mm-hmm. one show that I do appreciate and I do love um, is The Shop. Uh, because it's it's different people with different opinions and you know I think LeBron James doing that show was very important because you got to see like these people off screen you know not acting they're talking not uh, you know playing ball they're talking not you know being on this show that they're known for being on like they actually have brains of their own and they can think for their own and it's just something to appreciate to hear all those point of views. What I've always hated about being a woman in a barbershop is men feeling like they have to censor themselves. Yeah. I don't like when men be like, oh, I'm sorry, it's a lady in here. Like, I don't care. Like, this is your space. Like, everywhere else a man is, is the idea that a woman is in a room. And I can't do this. Mm-hmm. This is more so your space. My father um, owned property. He gambled a lot, but he also owned a barbershop and he cut hair. And sometimes I would go to his barbershop with him in Philadelphia and it's man talk in a barbershop. And I think that's what made me grow up along with five other brothers comfortable in a room full of men talking man stuff like I'm not intimidated by that I don't feel like um you know you're making me feel less than because I'm a girl it's kind of like just you know talk your talk because this is your space and um the conversation can always be more than shoes more than sports more than women um but it just gives you different insights so I do appreciate uh discussions like that and it, it comes through on your show so that's pretty good you get that direction and that's the aim that's definitely the aim and it's funny you say that because the shot was actually one of my one of my big inspirations too mm-hmm. um and you're right with that like we do we will censor ourselves a lot because i do it you know in our barbershop when women come in and uh, my barber does it in you know the other yeah. the other barbers in the shop uh and so it just naturally happens but you do get some women who will come in there and they they shoot the shit just like the guys mm-hmm. uh, but that's that was one of the things I wanted here too because that was a, a question prior to me even um, you know finally launching and creating the show people would come to me when I was telling everyone hey I'm, I'm going to start a podcast 
that question was asked like um you know once you get into telling them what the show is going to be about mm-hmm. the very next question usually is like so well what about women are you going to have women on the show and uh, i'm like yeah because that opinion does matter and that does give us that space to if this is going to be a barbershop based show um get anybody and everybody who wants to come on and let them speak and like i said that there was an inspiration there because when you watch his show um there's women on there there are people of different races it's not just black people in there um you know it's obviously majority black people because it's inspired by that dynamic that we have in the barbershop and the barbershop is such an important stable in the black community uh, but it, he also brought other people on there. So it allowed you to see other voices and people give other opinions, but also brought them into our world to kind of have our experience and see, you know, what we talk about on the day to day or what we live, what we go through. Like, this is the conversation that we have and this stuff is important and it's hard hitting and it's, it may not always be the most comfortable conversation, but it's a conversation that needs to be had. And, you start to see inside and other people relating and it you know it's just so it's it's all it's all great and i think at the end of it it's all beneficial and so that's why i'm like i love doing it i love going to the barbershop and talking but i wanted to really do it here and give other people an opportunity to you know come on and and just just talk Hmm. i love it i love it keep doing it make it um make it just stick like um the reason I think the reason why you'll see like a lot of podcasters come and go or start and slow down and lose interest is because that vision is not there from the start to carry them all the way through. Um, so if you stick with it, I feel like you'll stick around basically. So keep that going. So um, let's get into this topic. All right. So I. Uh, brought you this topic and you asked me like uh, kind of like what do I mean by that and the the question is what does the saying I'm gonna get you right mean in your mind so like what does that mean to you mm-hmm. if a woman says I'm gonna get you right <laughs> um, well when it comes to women it could be like several different things so okay. uh, <laughs> It could be like, you know, let me get you get you right in the in the space of like, oh, I'm gonna I'm get you dressed up, I'm gonna get you looking good or whatever. Or it could mm-hmm. be like, I'm gonna get you right, like I need to check you real quick because you know <laughs> you, you came at highway. Nine times out of ten, I feel like with women, especially black women, it's like yeah. if the, you say I'm gonna get you right, that's mm-hmm. usually not a good thing. So, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> so it's just you know it it it, it just kind of depends on who it's coming from. It depends on the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think of when I say I'm gonna get you right, you know, it's kind of a straighten up. Like I'm I, in some way, shape, or form. It just bottom line, it means I'm I'm gonna straighten you up one okay. way or the other, whether it's something serious mm-hmm. or I'm just joking or you know, like I said, I need to get your clothes game right, get you dressed right, so I'm gonna get yeah. you right. I'm I'm about to we about to go out and and, and uh and party tonight, so you know. Mm-hmm bottles on me I'm gonna get you right right that way you know it's just it it depends okay so for me when I've said um I'm gonna get you right to a man that I was with uh in a relationship with um it just really meant don't worry about it um you know you're so used to 
having to probably like foot the bill or um you know set up the plan or you know kind of like dictate the night i'm gonna get you right is me saying i'm gonna take care of you i know what you like um just relax be comfortable uh i think men are so you know stuck in this transition of always making sure they do for their lady or always making sure that they um do the right things expected as a man so she doesn't have nothing to say when if and if let's say we don't work she can't run to her friends and be like girl let me tell you what this man did or blah 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 it's a way that a woman can then return the favor of satisfying a man and making him feel like oh you've been paying attention too or um you know you peep that i like this thing and mm-hmm. men win more in my opinion by taking their time i think a man that's really quick to buy a woman's likes or take her on these trips or dinners that he can't keep up you're going to lose over time because you're starting her off too big. Like you right. can you can lead up to those things and see if her interests may earn better things from you, but I don't think mm-hmm. starting off with all of that up front is going to get you further. It's just she's just going to use you up basically. So the man who brags less about what he will do, what he can do, will receive more. And when a woman says, I'm going to get you right, it should be on the lines of, I'm here for your needs, you know, and that's pleasing. And, you know, what do you want? You know, I'm here. This is your time to be honest. And I think people look over the fact that there's a lot more value and intimacy in you being able to be honest sexually about with the person that you're with. A lot of people put on this facade like they don't want certain things or they're not going to do certain things. But at the end of the day, you're curious about those things. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to share with your person that you're curious about these things, who are you sharing that with? And then that sometimes that can lead you down a dark hole of dealing with somebody that you won't ever have to see again to try this thing so you won't be judged by it. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. I, I just feel like if, if that's your person, there's nothing that you should be judged for. Were you ever, you know, in a position where you felt like, oh, no, I'm not going to tell her that. You know, I might talk about this to, like, my friends or whatever, but I'm not going to tell her that because I don't want her to think X, Y, and Z. Or was it something where you you catch yourself being able to have a discussion with her? Um, I think I've had a little bit of both in, in relationships. And it's funny you, you say all what you said. And let me just go back to that for a second. That just shows how much trauma <laughs> we have as big. My thing is, all, is like, oh, a woman says, I'm going to get you right. Like, oh, yeah. oh I didn't do something. Um, so in, in that in that. But that is a good thing. And, and like you saying, with women and, and men in general, too, you know, it's OK for us to um, it's OK for us to 
to just kind of, you know, for men to be a little bit more open and things with, um, with women and, and, and not, not trying to be Superman so many times, but also on the, on the flip side to women, it's okay to treat your guy. Um, but I've had, like I said, I've had it, I've had it from, from both sides. Uh, I've had it in a way where I've been afraid to say something, um, because, I'm like, how is she gonna receive it? How is she gonna take it? But that also lets me know that if I'm not comfortable saying that to to, to this person that I'm with, then it's probably it's probably not good anyway. Because I exactly. should be comfortable enough to say something. It could be either on me that I didn't do something right, or it could be on her that she's not opening it up for that. But I've also had it, um, like I said, on the flip side, to where I've been in relationship situations with people where I can go to her and I can say, uh, you know, this is on my mind. Let me tell you this versus running to my boys. Or like you said earlier, like mm-hmm. being so stuck on it, but wanting it, but then trying to front to everybody, like it's not my thing, but then I'm trying to seek it on the low from, you know, from somebody else. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just, you know, I've, like I said, I've had it on both sides. Mm. Okay. Um, I think, do you find that it's harder for men to let a woman lead? in pleasing them like and i'm not talking like just on some bedroom stuff like you know making the plans taking you somewhere where you never been um maybe the surprise is for you not for me and if you think it's hard for men to do that why is it hard for men to do that in your opinion um, I think it's 100% an ego thing. Because um, I, I feel like I've been like that at times. It, it is, And it, it is hard. Sometimes your pride gets in the way. It all depends. Like, for me, I'm, it, I'm a, I have it hard, for one, because of that male ego. Mm-hmm. Um, and for two, because I just come from a background of I just want to do things myself first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's easier to, it's kind of easier to, uh, it's easier to just kind of take that and say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to take the lead. Um, but you, it's okay for you sometimes again, to realize like, I need to, I need to back off, but it's, we just, like I said, it's, it's such a big ego thing with us that we just like, we always got to be in control. We always got to dominate because if I, if I step back, is she going to look lesser at me? Is, you know, am I going to not be considered a man? Am I gonna be the topic of her uh, her group chat where you know they talking about dudes? <laughs> we love who, a group chat. You know, lazy and <laughs> yeah. they don't do X, Y, and Z. So you're like, oh man, am I gonna become that 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 center guy because of this one time? Because you never know what people you know people nowadays they like to test you just because anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh man, am I going to be the guy that? Uh, you know, she says she's going to treat me for dinner and then I take that treat. But really, this was like, let me see what kind of guy he really is. So, yeah, you know, you get like I said, with men, we're very ego driven. So you start thinking of a million things that really when you look at it all, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're also just I think we're just we're built to be that, too, because it's you know, it comes from generation to generation to generation. And I know they say nowadays our our these our generations and as we get younger, these generations get younger that they get, you know, less have less chivalry and mm-hmm. less care and respect for one another, which I don't necessarily think that's true. Um, but it's just passed down. So 
if you come from a background where it's like the man has to take care of everything and for many of us especially black people um we're not that far removed from our parents or our grandparents and that man being the man i i my grand grandmother for instance on my mom's side she she didn't work my grandfather did everything he paid the bills and you know he he bought the he brought in the money for the groceries he took care of everything around the house so you just have that example too so that's another part of it you kind of think to yourself like what would grandma or grandma think or grandma or grandfather think if i you know allow myself to take a step back for a minute and let her kind of you know run the show mm. yeah my um my grandparents on my mom's side they were married for like 40 something years and my grandmother never worked but they also had 13 kids and um my father my, my grandfather always worked and uh he built houses you know he made furniture he traveled a lot you know left for three months come home um i've never seen him cook never seen him clean um never seen him wash clothes but he was around if you needed the man in the house and um today is kind of like right. women have the options to do both and it's kind of like with that being said men and women have to find new ways of appreciating each other um while doing more effort in showing that and it can't just be I came back home it can't just be um didn't I pay the bill because you can be like I paid a bill too does that really mean anything at the end of the day um so I think if you know I'm gonna get you right works both ways it would be some more balance and relationships and not more so like she got the best out of me or he got the best out of me and now I have nothing because he left or now I have nothing because you know we didn't work when it should be like how can I give more or how can I do more you know the challenge should be damn you really like surprised me or you really um took the time to you know schedule a trip for my birthday you know get all my friends meet at this one place keep me completely out the loop and that's hard because right now I have a best friend who planned a whole trip to Mexico um for her uh her boyfriend and you know got his friends to come on the trip without him knowing and he was like nagging her the whole time about where's my passport why I gotta be ready at this time who coming uh, where are we going? Where is this flight going? And it's kind of like, you can only do that so much to somebody that wants to do something good for you where that trust has to come in that like, okay, this person has my best interest. I'm going to go ahead and chill and let them do this thing. And I think um, if men were treated more in a let me reciprocate how you make me feel type of thing from a woman, I think they will relax more. But I think a lot of men are so used to a woman always wanting from them that they don't know how to put their shoulders down and relax and actually receive 
something good coming from a woman without it being like, oh no, I must have messed up because she being too nice. Or, you know, uh, I must have did something crazy. Is today the anniversary? Is it's today her birthday? Did I miss like it doesn't have to be that? And I, I think we all have to get out the habit of only doing good things on those days. Like yeah. you don't have to celebrate Valentine's Day on this day. You don't have to show your appreciation on this day. You don't have to give a gift on this day. I think it's the days that don't mean anything that you do the most compassionate things that matter the most because it's unexpected. Like you went out your way to do these things. So for you, I just would like um, for you to change what I'm gonna get you right means from a woman because uh, I think black men, especially black men, y'all need to relax out here. Y'all got a lot on your plate already. Y'all already think um, so many people on the outside world is uh, on some out to get you or let's pick on him today that it doesn't necessarily have to be women. And um, so that's that's my uh, go-to for you out of this episode is to um, change your thought process on I'm going to get you right. And it should be something pleasurable. It should be, you know, if you guys are energy exchanging is what I call it. Um, a clean way you know maybe you might try different tricks maybe you might try food items maybe you might try watching something adult like together and talking about what you like and what you don't like and it's all about getting to know the person that you actually like spending your time around um so that's what i got out of uh i'm gonna get you right i'm gonna change my trauma (laughs) please do Please I would do. change my job. But I, no, I, I definitely agree with you from the standpoint. Um, you said a couple of key points in there, especially us as black men. We are so used to being attacked that I think we're getting mm-hmm. to a point now where we kind of attack. Yeah. Or we make an assumption that because so many outside forces are out to get us, mm-hmm. that that means that everybody, you know, including in our inner circle or including, you know, other black people, black women, are out to get us too and it's not you know it's not it's not that yeah uh, but we we're so hard up every time someone like we do something and someone comes to us and they're like no let's do it this way that's not the way to do it or whatever mm-hmm. we are so quick to get defensive and get angry and frustrated and um or just you know even switching gender roles because we're we're constantly it's on our head constantly that we have to be strong 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 mm-hmm. and you know, we have to change, I think, the interpretation of what strong means, first of all. Mm-hmm. But the other part of it, too, is we hear that being strong. So, you know, is this, 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 and this, or we interpret it whatever way we interpret it. So when we do run into someone who, like you said, a woman says, hey, I'm going to get you right, that we take it a certain way or in the situation with, like, your friend's boyfriend, he's not he's not really understanding how to receive it. She yeah. means 100% good, but he's like, there. he's in his mind, he's looking around like, there's got to be a catch or something. Yeah, what yeah, happened? yeah. What did I, do? What did I forget? What's going on? Is she trying to butter me up? Is she trying to get me to buy a ring? Like, what's like, yeah. all these things start going, it's going through his head. And it's just not taking back and just sitting and receiving it and like enjoying the moment and just saying, hey, you know what? Nothing, nothing has to come out of this. Like, that at least that I think is going to come out of it. Let me just sit back, enjoy it, 
and see what is actually going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, because a lot of times you can end up making those situations bad just simply because you're in your mind so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she means well and she's like, hey, let's go out on a date. And she takes you to a nice place and you're so in your head that, you know, you start acting up. Then it goes from a good night to a bad night just simply because yeah. you couldn't, you know, you took what it meant to be something else. Yeah. Um, I, I sort of try to, I want to blame like social media for putting in people's heads like this is what you're supposed to do you know with your person when you're at eight months this is what you're supposed to do you know after you have a baby the push gift was originally for women who are celebrities or a man who is at a certain status that can buy you these things the push gift is not really for the everyday working people who have like real bill, bills and real everyday clock in jobs. Mm-hmm. I think I think for me, the best push gift would be like I have another parent to my child that's consistent and I can depend on if I can't be able. And uh, right. I think you know, younger people today, when they see social media or they see celebrities do different things, um, they automatically assume, like, this is how you show your love now. And if you don't show your love this way, it's not legit. Uh, And it's not a lot of men out here receiving the reciprocation of, okay, you know, I did all of that stuff for you last week, the month before that, the month before that. And I got to wait until like my birthday for you to do one nice thing. Or I got to wait until Christmas for you to do one nice thing. And, um, you know, the effort as you go and, and being treated a, a different way and being recognized and appreciated as like, okay, remind me why I'm here. Remind me uh, what's the benefit of me doing right by us. Remind me. Um, what's the benefit of um, thinking about us instead of thinking about myself and um, it's all about balance so I appreciate your perspective (laughs) I appreciate your perspective man can you tell um, everyone where to get you where to find you and listen to your podcast before you go and find you on social media Yes, uh, like I mentioned earlier, you can find us pretty much anywhere. We are we're definitely on all major streaming platforms. Yeah. Um, I just recently moved our show from our host site was Simplecast. We just moved it to Buzzsprout. Um, so we're on a, on a few other uh, podcasting platforms now. So make sure you guys follow us there. You can also follow the show. Um, not necessarily the show now because I kind of turned the Instagram more into the network. Um, that I'm trying to work on and build up. So follow us on Instagram, Blueprint underscore Media Network. Um, also, I got a YouTube page, Blueprint Media Network. Um, right now, I've been putting out videos on how to uh, start a podcast. So if anybody's listening and you want to start a podcast, uh, definitely check us out. Uh, you know, and then you can also follow me personally on uh, Instagram and Twitter at BirdmanBrand84. Yeah. Nice. And uh, for anybody that's listening that, you know, just wants to talk or has something to say or has content or a podcast, there's a, um, a new app that's out right now called Stereo App. 
that I feel like anybody that's bringing content should get on. Um, you know, they have some great benefits to talking on that app where you're wide range to a lot more people. Um, you can, you know, add more people to your following, get more listeners. Um, it connects to all of your social media. You also could earn money for talking on there for X amount of time about different topics. Uh, you could get verified as a content provider and get paid for that, like on a weekly basis. So, and the best thing about it for me is you can take the whole discussion and have live feedback from listeners that are listening on the app from wherever they are. And it go, it, you can send it directly into your podcast show as an audio. So it's kind of like working double ways and being able to monetize yourself more than once. So um, if you haven't downloaded the app or you haven't taken a look at it, um, look at the Stereo app because it's a pretty good app. Um, it's, it's very new, but um, I've been on it for like a week or so, but uh, you should look into it. Good stuff. But thank you for going on. She gets uh, it. I heard it. Yeah, Thank you. I appreciate, like I said, you having me on and uh, being able to have this. Uh, I'm going to get you right conversation. Now I know what it actually means. That it's not <laughs> right. like I said, I'm going to have to give you that trauma of uh, of whatever I whatever the um, I'm going to get you right used to mean to me and uh, open, right. my, <laughs> open my mind a little bit more. You got to get out your way. You might be blocking your blessings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, exactly All but thank right. you i appreciate you uh, having me on you're welcome and um hopefully we can do more collabs later on in this podcast world yes yes i'll be looking for some more collabs too so i definitely will be reaching out to you and uh anybody else who uh who wants to join the the any episodes that we have coming up so So if you're looking for some merch, check your girl. Support the She Gets It podcast by getting you some merch. You know what I'm saying? You get some merch. You support. You get a little something, something out of it. You become a representative of affiliate for She Gets It podcast. And I have sweatshirts on there, hoodies, t-shirts, whatever you need is on the She Gets It shop. Shop with Teespring. I'll go ahead and put the link up. Let's get back to the show. Thank you.